and welcome to the eighth episode of the Coached by Holes podcast, a podcast that I hope will help you to live healthier and happier while still enjoying a fun-filled life. What a beautiful day outside today. If winter was like this all the time, sunny but fresh, I wouldn't have an issue with that. But the weather has been so bad throughout December and recently, I'm just like, bring on summer. Summer over winter any day. But it's fabulous today and I feel like the weather actually um, spurred me on during my morning run today. Um, I ran further and faster than I've done since starting and I genuinely just think that was because it was sunny I ran in a new direction, so I often come out from my apartment down and then turn right, but this time I went left. So the weather was sparing me on, but then I was also intrigued to see what came around every corner. And that just really goes to show that your mind will give up before your body does. Your body can often keep going, but then your mind talks us out, like we talk ourselves out of it, like I'm too tired, I can't go on. But if you just switch these things, keep your mind occupied and keep those positive like thoughts flowing and it really does help really does benefit you I do that often with um clients in their one-to-one sessions especially in things like the plank if you're holding the plank the same situation your mind will give up before your body does so I often try to tell my clients think of a happy place take your mind elsewhere and it genuinely genuinely works anyway um so today's podcast I'm going to be talking all things protein. So telling you what protein is, why protein is so important, and then um, giving you ideas on which foods are high in protein, so which foods to incorporate into your diet as much as you can. Um, So protein is a macronutrient, and your macronutrients are your proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. And they make up the majority of your diet. We also have our micronutrients, which are all the vitamins and minerals that we consume. And protein helps us to build and repair all of the cells in your body, whether that's muscle, bone, your hair, nails, all sorts of like all your hormones, which is why it's so important you consume a good amount of protein, because without it, your body wouldn't be able to grow and repair all these cells. So it's super important to help with these processes, but also the type of protein you consume is also important. So protein is made up of around 12, not 12, gosh, honestly, I actually think I am dyslexic sometimes because the right word there was 21, but the other way around it's 12. (laughs) Anyway, let's start that again. Protein is made up of around 21 amino acids, 11 of which our body can make. So these are called non-essential amino acids. How amazing is that, by the way? But the other nine are called essential amino acids because our body cannot make them. So we have to consume them through our food. The recommended daily intake of protein ranges from about 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight up to 2.2 grams of protein per 1 kg of body weight. So if you take your body weight in kg times that by 0.8, 
that is the minimum amount of protein we would recommend you intake for the general population. Now, I think 0.8 is quite low. I would recommend maybe more 1 to 1.4 grams. If you are resistance training, then we're going to be pushing for about 1.6 grams there. And then for only those who train like five or six times a week, maybe bodybuilders or athletes, would I ever recommend up to 2.2 grams? Um, I've never recommended this to any of my clients before. I often blanket recommend aiming for about 90 to 100 grams. I set that to begin with for all my clients as a starting point, and then you can probably build from there. That's a good target. However, if you aren't used to consuming that much protein, it can be hard to get it in. So I wouldn't recommend jumping to that amount straight away. That would be quite difficult. I would recommend just gradually incorporating a little more over a few days slash weeks. For the aging population, it's recommended they eat 1 to 1.2 grams of protein per kg of body weight. People often think it would be lower, but muscle mass and maintaining that muscle mass is essential for health and longevity and being able to live an independent life for as long as possible, which why, which is why resistance training and your protein intake are so important. One of my favourite studies to reference when talking about this is a study by Lee et al. in 2018, and they found that low muscle strength meant that people were four times more likely to die of any cause four times more likely to die of any cause if they had low muscle strength. If that isn't a reason to resistance train and increase your protein intake and keep that intake level high, I don't know what is. And remember, it is never too late to start. So if you think you are part of the aging population and you've never really resistance trained and you don't really know where to start and you think you're maybe too old to start or it's too late to start, that is not the case. It's never too late to start. If you can build just a little bit more muscle mass, then that is going to benefit you and your health and your longevity massively. Same goes if you are young and you're listening to this, but you have family members, really encourage them to keep their protein intake high but also resistance train where possible. Now that doesn't mean enter the gym five times a week. If that's just a few body weight squats and lunges at home, perfect. Meet yourself where you're at and then build slightly. Not slightly, build gradually. When it comes to fat loss, protein is super helpful as Out of all three macronutrients, it's more satiating because it actually takes longer to digest because it travels further down the digestive tract and then the receptors there signal your brain that you are full, causing you to feel fuller for longer. The more full you feel, the less you are likely to consume, creating a calorie deficit which then causes you to lose body fat. Protein also has a high thermic effect, which means as you're eating it, compared to consuming carbs and fats, you actually burn more energy digesting it, which is a win, of course. 
So which foods are high in protein? Let's start with animal protein. Animal proteins contain all nine essential amino acids. So remember what I spoke about at the start, the nine essential amino acids, our body can't produce itself. So we have to gain those amino acids from our food. So all nine amino acids are in your animal products, which are foods like chicken, beef, lamb, turkey, all of your fish, so salmon, cod, tuna, prawns, also things like eggs and your dairy products, so milks and cheese. So eating a wide range of these different foods is really beneficial. However, plant-based proteins have added extra benefits, such as more vitamins and minerals, they are high in fibre, and they are super beneficial for your gut microbiome. So there's a lot of new evidence to suggest our gut microbiome is a lot more important than we once thought. It supports your gut health, your immune system, and basically your overall health. And is even linked to mental health, with some studies reporting now an improvement in your gut microbiome actually improves symptoms of depression and anxiety. So a healthy gut microbiome is super important. And plant-based proteins are really good for your gut microbiome. Plant-based foods high in protein include all your legumes, so chickpeas, lentils, all different kinds of beans, peas, edamame beans. I think I said that right. Yes. (laughs) Um, They're all great. Um, Nuts and seeds, rice, grains, and tofu. So tofu is basically soy. However, most plant-based foods are incomplete proteins, which means they don't contain all of the essential amino acids your body needs to function. But you can combine different plant-based foods together, which will then provide you with the full complete amino acids. So you have to pair food sources together. For example, you would have to mix legumes with grains. You would have to mix rice with legumes. And you'd have to mix nuts and seeds with legumes as well. So say you're making a lentil curry. Perfect, it's got lentils in. If you then mix that with brown rice, perfect, you're going to get the full complete amino acid there because you're mixing rice with your legumes. Because plant-based proteins are super beneficial for all aspects of health, a plant-based diet is highly recommended. Now, that doesn't mean vegetarian and it doesn't mean vegan. It just means the majority of your nutrients are coming from plant-based foods, but you are able to incorporate animal products here and there. So just to finish off, a few tips on how to get enough protein within your diet. So I would aim for 20 to 30 grams of protein at least three times a day, preferably five times a day. So if you were to eat three meals a day with two snacks, ensuring that all five of those meals and snacks are high protein, perfect, you're winning. I would plan each meal around the protein source and supplementing protein when needs be is actually perfectly fine. 
Um, so using protein powders or things like protein bars, protein cookies. If you are lactose intolerant, use whey isolate as that has the lactose removed. And you can also buy um, vegan protein powders, which is the majority of the time pea protein, um, but you can get different variations there. So just have a Google of those and plenty will come up. So if you do struggle to get protein in within your diet, supplementing protein through protein powders is absolutely fine. And that is episode eight done. Hopefully your knowledge has expanded a little bit on protein and why protein is so important. If you have any questions or want a little bit more information on protein or a little bit more help on how to get protein into your diet, then please do not hesitate to drop me a message on Instagram. Details of my Instagram are in the show notes. Okay, love you, bye.